15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for tuning in on this beautiful Saturday afternoon, the middle of June. How did that happen? Where did the time go? You know, it's like nothing's really happened over the last few months, huh? All of a sudden, we're in the middle of June. Before we know it, summer's going to fly by. So enjoy it, folks. Enjoy it. Don't get caught up in your portfolio every day, every hour, every few minutes. Don't, don't, don't. Let me help you there. As long as you have your health, and believe me, that's first and foremost. Believe me, I know. If you don't have your health, you have nothing. So as long as you have your health, and if by chance you're married or have a partner, if if you have each other, and if financially you can make it happen, then we got to think about getting you retired. Because you never know when the first two, number one, your health, and number two, each other, your loved one, your spouse, whatever it might be, you never know when that may change, and that could change at any time. So if you have all three of those going for you, then let's get you retired. Let's have you starting, starting to enjoy life because over the last three months, we realized life was turned upside down. Now, if you don't have all three of those, hopefully you have number one and two, your health and your loved one. But financially speaking, if you're not ready to retire, then I absolutely want to help you because you get one chance folks one chance to retire if you're not prepared when it comes to that magic number where whatever that age is that you want to retire 55 60 65 70 whatever it might be well you can't go back and make up for all those decades all those years of working and spending everything that you made i know i know i know how hard it is to make ends meet especially now there's so many people not working but i'm telling you folks somehow some way we got to get you where you can retire and hopefully i can help you do that the phone lines are open 1-800-TALK-WGY 1-800-825-5949 that's 1-800-825-5949 any questions whatsoever give me a call i would love I would love to talk with you. Zach Harris, my longtime producer, would love to talk to you. I'm telling you, he's a good guy. Give a call. He'll get you online, and we'll get started. We'll get started so that Monday morning you are literally making some changes if you need to make changes in your financial picture in order to retire. 1-800-825-5949. So the quote of the week. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell, we're not thinking of raising rates. We're not even thinking about thinking about raising rates. Yes, there's three thinkings in that quote. We're not thinking of raising rates. We're not even thinking about thinking about raising rates. You get the picture. The economy is on slow go. Easy, easy, easy. This economy has a long way to go, and that's why all of a sudden, you know, 
things happen this week. I mean, think about on Monday, the Dow up 462 points. On Tuesday, down 300 points. On Wednesday, down 283 points. Hump day, we're getting sick and tired of the Dow being down two days in a row. And then all of a sudden, Thursday, whammo, down 1,862 points. You heard me right. And then on Friday, up 478 points. And there you go. That's how the week went for the week. You know, the Dow down about 5.55%. The S&P down 4.78%. NASDAQ was only down 2.3%. You know, it's one of my favorite holdings, one of my core holdings. And best of all, the NASDAQ 100 composite. And that's what you buy when you buy QQQ. You're not buying all 2,700 companies that make up the NASDAQ composite. You're buying the top 100 companies, and the top 100 companies of NASDAQ was only down 1.63%. I'm so grateful. My clients are very pleased that we are, that's our, our, our top holding is equally weighted between the broad stock market index and NASDAQ 100. So when you think year-to-date, the Dow is down 10%. Over the last year, though, you're only down just, just shy of 2%. But forget the Dow. That's 30 companies, equal weight index. It could be way out of whack. What you really want to focus on, folks, when you're looking at your portfolio, when you call your financial advisor and you want to know exactly how your returns are, compare them to the S&P 500 index. Those 505 companies, yes, there's 505 companies in the S&P 500 index, make up about 80-85% of all companies that trade on all the exchanges, and there's thousands of them. So, you know, when you look at the S&P down almost 6% year-to-date, we gave that back, you know. If you think about it, I know Marty did the show last week, and he did a great job. I listened to it. And believe me, if you miss the show, if for some reason you can't tune in on Saturdays at noon or Sunday mornings at 8, go to our website, Boucher.com. Go to Insights and Perspective. You can pull up our past shows. You can look at our blogs. Most importantly, you can look at our State of the Economy presentation from January, early February. I forget when it, when it was exactly, but it's a great way for you to kind of see just who we are, what we do. And Marty did a great job on the show. I listened to it under the, the podcast. We're on podcast, yes. Yes, my son Ryan has us on all these things. Um, just, you know, on your favorite podcast delivery system, just Pull us up, Boucher. You'll see us, Boucher Financial Group. So the S&P, as I said, down just about 6%. We gave everything back because when Marty did the show last week, we, we had a pretty decent week. The S&P, you know, last week when Marty did the show was up 5%. This week, as I sit here, the S&P is down just about 6%. So we gave everything back. So... If, 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 if you missed me over the last two weeks, not much has changed. The market went up, the market went down, and that happens. That's why I guarantee investors they'll lose money. But let's look at the S&P over the last year. Put it in perspective. Up 5.3%. That's not bad. When you look at the NASDAQ composite, 
That's 2,700 companies year-to-date up 7%, up 7% year-to-date over the last 52 weeks, up 23%. I know you, you're waiting, right? The NASDAQ 100, QQQ, year-to-date up almost 11%. Over the last 52 weeks, up almost 30% compared to the S&P, up 5%. So big difference as, 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 as I let me repeat myself because I say it often, until they drag me out of here or I die, and hopefully neither one will happen, NASDAQ will be a very important part of our portfolios because of the companies that are in it. I know NASDAQ took a beating at the turn of the century. A lot of those companies disappeared, but today's NASDAQ is not yesterday's NASDAQ. When you look at today's NASDAQ, I mean the top 10 holdings, you're looking at Apple, which is about 12% of NASDAQ, Microsoft 12%, Amazon almost 11%, Facebook 4%, Google added up between Class A and Class C, just about 8%, Intel, NVIDIA, Adobe, Netflix, those are the top 10 holdings, and those top 10 holdings, 54% of the total 100 companies are made up of just those top 10 holdings so you got to keep that in mind and the reason why I love NASDAQ is 63% is invested in technology companies about 8% in biotechnology companies so it really gives us a good you know access to some growth companies growth companies that I think are going to be around for a long time so let me round out the Russell 2000, which is really a mid-cap, small-cap index, year-to-date down 17%, really, really taking it hard. Small-caps and mid-caps just haven't been able to get out of their own way, and over the last 52 weeks, down 9%. So you get the picture. You know, year-to-date, sure, we gave back some this week. Um, NASDAQ made made all-time highs. It crossed that 10,000 barrier earlier in the week. Now, that's huge. That's record highs. Here we are. We, we, we had COVID-19. We had George Floyd. We had so much uncertainty, and NASDAQ is making all-time highs. The S&P is close to coming back, clawing its way back. When you look at the S&P, you know, when, when, when you think about it, um, you know, the S&P is still down about 10% from the market high. It'll get there, folks. There's two guarantees I give every investor. They're going to lose money because they will if they're properly invested. If they own any stocks whatsoever, I guarantee you you're going to lose money. I guarantee my clients that. Now, you're going to say, how come Steve has clients if he guarantees them that they're going to lose money? It's because when they call me and they say, hey, Steve, I got my statement. I lost money. I said, I know. I guaranteed you that. And it puts it in perspective that stocks don't just go up. The other thing that I say so often is stocks, if you have time, stocks will come back and make all-time highs. You can't get scared and spooked out of this market because of the headlines, the bad news bears. Forget about them. Zach, you got to help me on that movie where that line came from because I love the line. Forget about them. But you got to help me, Zach. Let's Google that and see where... Um, where that line came from, unless you know where it came from, Zach, do you? No, I do not, unfortunately. Man, but I bet, 
a guy with your resources, I bet you're going to find that out and, and, and we'll be able to quote exactly where that line came from. But if you have a good portfolio, folks, forget about it. Forget you even own stocks. Forget about it. Enjoy the summer. Enjoy it. If, you, if you're well diversified, you have good holdings, forget about it because volatility is with us for a while. It's not going away. I know, a week ago when Marty did the show, you thought he was God, right? And Marty's a very faithful guy. But Marty sat there and said how close we were to making that all-time high. You thought he was wonderful. And then all of a sudden, I'm back, and I'm telling you that we're, we, we, we gave it all back. What Marty gave you since I was here two weeks ago, we gave back this week. So... You have to keep it all in perspective, but now's a good time to look at your portfolio, do some rebalancing. If you have some dogs, you can take some losses in your non-qualified accounts. Those are accounts like your individual and your joint accounts. Folks, you can offset dollar for dollar all gains. So if you have some gains, if you realize some gains, if you're doing some day trading or short-term trading and you got some gains, especially gains that are less than 365 days, those are what we call short-term gains. They're taxes, earned income, anything, any gain that you have where you own the security for longer than 365 days is long-term gains. And that's tax at capital gains tax rate. But if you have any gains, you can offset those gains dollar for dollar. If you have $10,000 of gains, and let's make believe you have $15,000 of losses, and that could happen right now with the craziness in the markets, you can offset the $10,000 of gains because why pay Uncle Sam if you don't have to? We love Uncle Sam, but why pay him if you don't have to? You don't need to pay him because you can offset those gains with those losses. And if you... If you realize all $15,000 of those losses, above and beyond the gains, dollar for dollar, you can offset earned income by $3,000. That's a beautiful thing. And then those $2,000 of losses, you harvest them. We'll use them for next year. It's a great tax strategy, especially now. Now, let's make believe you're in a holding that you love. Well, get into another holding that's similar, and you have to stay out of that holding if you want to recognize the loss for over 30 days. So you got to wait 31, 32 days to be safe. Don't think you can get back in the next day and realize that loss. You can't. But it's a great tax strategy, especially now with the craziness in the markets. And then when you get your portfolios to where you like them, forget about it. Keep that portfolio solid. Keep that portfolio invested because long-term stocks go up, and I guarantee you they go down, and I promise you they're going to come back and make all-time highs no matter what's happened in history. I don't care, World Wars. Remember my client, Mrs. Mrs. D, 105 years old. She, she lived through the Spanish flu. She said, Stevie, Stevie. She calls me Stevie twice. She says, I, 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 I survived the Spanish flu. I survived the Great Depression, World War II, every regional war since, every oil embargo, presidential assassinations. I, 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 I survived it all. We survived. I've been helping clients for over 30 years. I lived Black Monday in 87 where the market was down 23% in one day. Uno. Uno. One day. 
down 23%. You thought being down 6% on Thursday felt bad. How about Black Monday, October 23rd, 1987, down 23%. Holy moly. The credit crisis of 97, the tech bubble of the turn of the century, 9-11, the Great Recession, and now we're going to add COVID-19 to the resume. I've seen it all, and the stock market's recovered from everything. The stock market will recover from this. So, my man, Zach Harris, forget about it. Johnny Depp in the movie, Donnie Brasco. And I thought it was good fellows, Zach. Well, thank you. Hey, Zach, let's take a 15-second break. Folks, don't go anywhere. I need to wet my whistle. If you want to learn more about Boucher Financial Group, visit their website, Boucher.com. That's B-O-U-C-H-E-Y.com. Sign up for their blog, which is updated every week, StephenBoucher.com. Follow them on Twitter, at Boucher Group. Like them on Facebook. The phone lines are open. 800-TALK-WGY. That's 800-825-5949. Here is Stephen Boucher. Hello and welcome back. Thank you for letting me take that short break. So I got something here for you. Let me give you the phone numbers, though. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. You know, we talk about dollar cost averaging. When you have a pension plan at work and you have money going into your 401k or whatever the pension is, every paycheck, or if by chance you have an IRA, traditional Roth, whatever it might be, and once a month, you have money coming out of your checking account going into your IRA. That's what we call dollar cost averaging. Pretty systematic, pretty disciplined. Whether the market's up or down, you're buying religiously week in, week out, or month in, month out. That's dollar cost averaging. And if you think about dollar cost averaging, it sounds great. I know we have a lot of clients that come in with cash, and we, we do a lot of dollar cost averaging because it makes sense. you're kind of spreading the risk if the markets are down we'll speed up that dollar cost averaging for our clients but there there's this study that was done you know Vanguard's a great company we use a lot of the Vanguard investments in our portfolios from 1926 and it goes through 2015 so that's okay Um, Vanguard found that if you invested in a lump sum investment it outperformed a six-month series of investments 64% of the time. So 64% of the time, if you put your money in as a lump sum rather than dollar cost averaging, you outperform the market. For investments strung out over three years, so let's make believe you have dollar cost averaging strung out over three years. So the six months is for six months. You put in one six, one six, one six. You get the picture. Well, 36 months is the same thing, but over 36 months. Lump sum did better 92% of the time. You heard me right. So if you have time on your side, you know, that lump sum really does make sense. And we go over this with clients. From 1992 through the end of 2019, the annualized Annual return for the S&P was just about 10%, 9.8 to be exact. But think about this, folks. Please think about this. If you missed the best 
10 days, the total annualized return was only 7%. So just missing 10 days. So if you think you want to be out of the market, remember what Johnny Depp said and Donnie Brasco, forget about it. Because if you miss 10 days, miss 10 days, instead of getting almost a 10% return, you got a 7% return year in, year out. Now think about this. Let's make believe you can't take the headlines. COVID-19 and you just, you can't take it anymore. And, and let's make believe you're not going to retire for 5, 10 years. And remember, when you retire, you just plan on retiring. You don't plan on dying. You just plan on retiring, folks. I can't remind you enough about that. And if you're married, there's a chance that you and your spouse or partner, you know, you're going to have decades in retirement. If you retire at age 65, there's a pretty good chance you're going to live, both of you, until you're into your mid-late 80s, early 90s, at least one of you. So when you retire, don't think that life ends, and nor should your investment portfolio. It shouldn't be stuck under a mattress just because you retired. Take a little bit of risk. Risk is okay. As long as you keep two years' worth of whatever you need set aside, you'll overcome most corrections in bear markets. So your annualized return for the S&P 1992 through 2019, almost 10%. If you miss 10 days, it drops to 7%. If you miss 50 days, it drops to just under 1%. Uno. 1%. And this is why you can't be market timing. You can't. You can't. And, you know, when you think about the market, you know, this March 16th down 12%. You know, on March 12th down 10%. They, they, they hurt. They don't feel good. This Thursday down 6 to 7%, depending on which index you look at. But then, you know... On March 13th, the index was up 9%. On March 24th, it was up 9%. Yesterday, the market was up almost four, 500 points. So you get the picture. You can't fool around. When it comes to your investment portfolio, and that's why you need to hire us, engage our services. Let us take the emotion out of the decision-making for you. Let us help you. Please, let us help you. That's what we get paid to do, and we do it well. We do it well. That's the thing that, that, that we get paid the most to do, and that's take the decision-making, the emotion, out of your lives. Let you go and enjoy. It's the middle of June. Before you know it, it's going to be Labor Day. Before you know it, it's going to be the holidays, and there's going to be snow on the ground. Let us manage those portfolios for you. We're a fiduciary. We do not sell investments. We don't have any conflict of interest. We tell our clients the way it is. And sometimes clients don't like to hear what we have to say. But that's okay. We promise them there's going to be times when they may not like what we have to say. And that's why they put their trust in us. Because... We call it like it is. We truly, truly call it like it is. We got Rose in Glenville. Rose, how are you? 
I'm fine, thank you. Uh, so let hello? me ask you a favor, Rose. We're going to take a break for the news. Will you hang on for two minutes? Sure. But don't go anywhere. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Rose is going to kick us off right on the other side of the news break. Folks, I truly appreciate you tuning in. 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have to your financial portfolio, please give me a call and let me get you pointed in the right direction. Stay with me. Two quick minutes. Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hello and welcome back for the second half of Let's Talk Money. I'm Stephen Boucher sitting here live. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. Let's go back to Rose in Glenville. Hello, Rose. Hi. Um, well, I'll start off asking this question because I'm an older person and I have three grandchildren. They're not my dependents, but I saved uh, EE bonds for them to go to college. They're all in college now. I want to cash these bonds and put them in a 529 to avoid the interest on the bonds. I yeah. don't know if this thinking is correct. No. And then you're... turn around and take it out and write the check for each child that's in college. Now, the interest is tremendous because I've saved for quite a while for three of my grandchildren, and I realized that I would pay tremendous tax, or they would too if they cashed them and I saved them until I passed. But what I want to do is get rid of the bonds, put them in a 529, and make out the 529 as me, the owner, and the beneficiary, because they're not my dependents. Can I do this? So I'm going to save you some, some. You don't need to do everything you want to do, because if you use double E savings bonds um, issued after 1989, if they're in college now, I'm guessing um, that's okay. Um, the interest, if if you use it for 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 college, they'll be okay. Now there's some rules there, Rose, and you need to look into the rules. Who who does your taxes? Well, I have a CPA do them, and I called him about this, and he said I can't avoid the taxes. Well, I yeah. kept reading on the internet, and I found where it says on a five twenty nine. You can avoid the taxes on the EE bonds 
issued after 1989. The problem, Rose, is that the problem is they have to be a dependent. And you said that the grandkids aren't dependents of yours. So think about it this way. It's okay to pay tax. Um, Are you in a high tax bracket? Do you have a lot of pension income or... Yes, and I would go. I would pay too much, but I did yeah. read on this one minute, please. I kept reading on all these things pertaining to the five twenty nine, and a couple of them have said there's a roundabout way of cashing the bonds in sixty days, turn around and put them in a five twenty nine as you the owner and also as the beneficiary. And later on you can turn around and put the five twenty nine into the dependent's name or my grandchild's name. Or I can even write a check out of the five twenty nine and to the college that they're going to and avoid the taxes on the bonds. Believe me, there's nothing more painful than paying taxes. Well, maybe a root canal <laughs> or a kidney stone, but <laughs> okay, Rose, you're going to have to pay the tax because even if are, are you are you married, Rose? No, I'm a widow, and I okay. am getting That's... close to the age where the good Lord's going to take me, and oh, that's why Rose. I want to get rid of these bonds. Rose, I don't want to sound... leave them to my children to deal with and pay the interest on them because the government wants their money no matter what. And I absolutely well, several of the sites on the Internet, uh, the financial advisors said said there's a roundabout way of avoiding the taxes on the EE bonds if they're issued after 1989. Yeah, now, but they I don't know but they have that. to yeah, they your grandchildren have to be a dependent of yours. And even if you put it into a New York State um college savings plan rose, you're only going to save five percent of you know, five thousand dollars of New York State taxes. So don't 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 go to, to the don't go through all those don't jump through all those hoops. Pay the tax on the bonds. I know you don't want to, but it'll be okay. You know, Uncle Sam, you know, they let you kind of defer those taxes. Now it's time to to fess up and and pay them. Rose, listen, you sound as young as Rose in the Titanic. You are, you know. (laughs) Okay. I'll take that. I I need all I can have. (laughs) I'm glad you called me today and trusted me to help you. I wish I could give you the answer you want, but I can't. But it's okay. And your CPA, I'm sure he or she knows exactly. Um, you know, they're well, right. He's already, he's already told me I can't yeah. do this. And, Don't and, hate him. Don't hate him, Rose. all the research on the Internet. It yeah. tells me I can do this, and I don't yeah. know where to go and what to do and who to yeah. go to to figure this out. Rose, it's going to only hurt for 30 seconds to write New York State their <laughs> check. Rose, thank well, you I, for I'm calling. Not... Thank you for
calling. God, what a what a beautiful lady. Thank you, Rose. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. We have Dan and Colony. Hello, Dan. Hello. Uh, quick question on capital gains from a real estate sale that was held in a trust. Uh, we took a certain amount uh, from the sale of the property and reinvested it into uh, – uh, a 1031 exchange, and we took a certain amount out to pay off a mortgage. How much of that would uh, be hit for capital gains on that? Oh, that's a good question. So, you know, the beauty about a 1031 exchange that Dan's talking about, folks, is let's make believe you have property, income property, $500,000. If you um, do a like-kind exchange and you reinvest in other like-kind investment property. Now, it can't be anything that you use for your personal benefit. You can't buy vacation home in Florida. None of that passes the, the test. Um, and, and you get to defer the taxes. It's a loophole that Uncle Sam allows. So, Dan, I'm not sure the answer to that. I'm guessing whatever you took out, whatever you took out to pay off the mortgage, you probably are going to um, pay tax on. Or at that prorated share is going to be capital gains. But I, I don't know the exact answer to that, but I'm guessing. Is the capital gains rate, what is that, 20%? Well, President Obama slipped in another 3% in that health care bill that he did all those years ago. So depending on your tax bracket, it could be 23%. Oof. Yikes. Yeah, okay. I know. Well, I know. Good, they, good this, know is, this is what Washington does. Dan, they sneak these things in. You think of the bickering over the COVID-19 bills. The things that both sides of the aisle were slipping into this, the fluff, the junk, the garbage, it had nothing to do with COVID-19, but it's their way. Hey, you want me to sign that bill? I'll support it, but I want you to give me a little bit here for my constituents. It stinks. It stinks of high heaven what they do in Washington. Why can't they just focus on the bill at hand? So Obama slipped in little tax on your capital gains into the health care bill. I know it had nothing to do with health care, but this is what they do in Washington, just like what they did during COVID-19. Dan, good luck. I don't know the answer, but I'm guessing whatever you took out from underneath that umbrella to pay off the mortgage, I'm guessing that prorated share will be taxed as um, capital gains if you had capital gains. Dan, thank you. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. So we gave a little bit back this week. That's okay. Interest rates still pathetic. Low, 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 low. You get the picture. I can't go much lower, right? How many lows did I have there? Did anybody keep track? I can't. I, I can't begin to tell you how low interest rates. And what you what you need to do is, you know, you just have to have a good fixed income holding. You know, I know our our year to date, the 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 three bond funds that we use. You know, one is up five percent, the other is up three percent, the other is up um, just over one percent. So you know, we're we're making money for our clients on our fixed income, even though the U.S. 10-year Treasury note 
is paying you know right now somewhere around 0.7 percent not making much money and you won't make much money and we can't we, we, we can't ask a client to invest their hard-earned money into a 10-year note and get 0.7% year in, year out for the next 10 years. We just can't do it. So we look for alternatives. We are fixed income, I've been saying for a long time. It's easy for us to make money in the stock market. Our, our equity returns are, are, are pretty stellar, but the fixed income is where our challenges come in. So we've diversified the risk. David Rath, our portfolio strategist, he's a chartered financial analyst. I mean, folks, he reads books when he goes to bed that literally would put me to sleep right after the first page or two. But this guy loves these type books. He's really analytical and he loves to research. And we we love having him on our on our team. He does a great job, but you know we we have our fixed income holdings spread out. We look at duration. We look at the type bonds that they're in, and I I can honestly say you know I'm happy year to date with our performance of that, and it's 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 pretty good. You know our our, our performance is pretty good with the S and P down just shy of six percent. You know, to be up in our fixed income once again for our portfolios, and depending on the client, depends on the mix of investments. We we know exactly what our clients own. We meet week in week out. We're meeting virtually now for the last three months, and it's 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 okay. We, you know, I I try to protect my team. I don't want them in the office unless they really. We have a couple team members that want to come into the office for a couple hours a day because they want to get away from their 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 loved ones or they're alone at home and want to come into the office and we keep we we, we allow that but they have to take their temperature they have to you know wipe the, everything down we're very very careful i i promised my team three months ago that i would do everything i could in my powers to protect them and and i'm i'm when it comes to my team I will do everything I can to protect them. But um, looking at, at the portfolios and the, our, our models, for the most part, if a client wants to be all equity or growth-oriented 80-20 mix, growth and in income is a 60-40 mix, conservative 40-60 mix, we manage money. We have so much invested in our technology one of the reasons why we're able to work remotely for three months without skipping a beat. New clients, we're, you know, sure we don't have a face-to-face -face meeting, but we're able to to have a great meeting virtually, and we're, you know, we've had a lot of new clients because a lot of clients out there, a lot of investors haven't been getting good advice from their investment advisor so we've had a lot of clients change over to our services they like the fact that we're a fiduciary not many people can say that with absolutely no conflict of interest and i have a lot of a lot of believe me a lot of money invested in our technology and it allows us to do everything but what it really allows us to do is manage our portfolios if i get a good idea you know when you think about it and, and, and just for the heck of it, folks, if you're intrigued by this on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, call your advisor and ask them, say, listen, do I have the same investments that everybody else has? I'm guessing most people are going to say, no, you came in, um, you know, the day you came in, we bought these investments. And the day that, you know, another client came in, we bought 
a different set of investments. That's how a lot of people manage money. We, we don't manage money like that. We're very disciplined. We know if we want every growth client to have 4.3% invested in technology, then that's exactly what every growth client has. I always say, if we get a good idea, I want every client to share in that good idea. And if by chance we decide we have a dog and we want it out of the portfolios and sell something maybe to get into something better, we're able to do that just like that. And it's important. So ask your advisor how, how they do that. 100% of my, my family's money is invested just like my clients, folks. I wouldn't have it any other way. 100% of my, my family's money is invested. I own exactly what my clients own. And I'm proud of that. One of the things I'm, I'm the most proud of. So, think about think about your situation. And if you don't know, ask, find out. One eight hundred talk WGY. One eight hundred eight two five five nine four nine. So it was a crazy week on the markets. You know, when you look at some of the big blue chip stocks, I mean, Exxon down eleven percent for the week, but it's down thirty three percent year to date. You know, you look at IBM down 8% for the week, year-to-date down 9%. You look at now, Exxon has a, a almost a 7.5% dividend. So some people are buying these stocks because of the dividend yield. But I always say you have to look at not only the dividend, but the total return. There's a reason why... If, if a company is paying a big dividend, usually it's because the share price got beat up. And sometimes companies are cheap, and I hate the word cheap for a specific reason. So Exxon's a great company, right? You love to get a 7.5% dividend. But that's for the year, but for one week you lost 11%. IBM has a 5.5% dividend, but you were down 8%. Verizon has a 4.5% dividend, but you were down 2%. Not so bad. Verizon actually hung, hung in there. Year-to-date, Verizon is down 8%. Um, you know, you look at, 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 at some other good dividend-paying stocks, Johnson & Johnson, you know, almost a 3% dividend, down 3.5% for the, for the week. Johnson & Johnson's one of the good boys. That, that's a company that you can buy. J.P. Morgan, you want to look at a financial, almost a 3.6% dividend, but down 10% for the week. Financials took it hard this week. Home Depot, right, one of the stars, 2.5% dividend, down 5% for the week. Nike, a 1% dividend, down 6% for the week. Um, you know, the, uh, Disney, 1.5% dividend, down almost 8% for the week. You get, you, you get the picture. It's hard to buy individual stocks, and this is why we don't really buy individual stocks. You know, we, we are very, very careful about buying individual stocks. We can get our exposure, the exposure that we want through a good ETF. You know, Apple was, was really the last stock that we bought, paying just under 1% dividend, up 2.3% for the week while the S&P was down five six percent for the week apple year-to-date is up 15 percent that's not bad so you know buying individual stocks is is hard but some people like they they just feel that they want to buy individual stocks you need to be careful folks and if you have a stock jock 
that's one of those brokers out there that's buying and selling stocks, making you feel like they really know what's going on. Tell he or she they don't know a thing about what's going on. I can give you statistics, one-year, three-year, five-year holding periods where 65 to 85% of those stock jocks buying and selling stocks can't, cannot outperform the respective benchmarks. So why why play that game? Sure, it's okay if you want to have a couple stocks because you know you love Apple, you love their products, one of the most loyal customer base in the world. I think Apple's one of the best companies in the world. And it's flying high right now. Apple's doing extremely well. Oh my God, talk about doing extremely well. You know, when you think of the Fang stocks, um, year to date, you know, Amazon up thirty eight percent. You have Netflix up almost 30%. You have uh, Microsoft up 20%. As I said, Apple up 15%. You have Facebook up almost 12%. And Google's up only 6%. I know, only 6%. But the S&P is down almost 6%. So that's a 12% swing. So, you know, those are the darlings of the market. These companies have been truly, truly nailing it and when you look at the S&P 500 index a lot of these companies make up the top 10 holdings Microsoft 6% of the S&P Apple 6% of the S&P Amazon 4.2 Facebook 2% Google better known as Alphabet these days 3% you know those those fang stocks or if you want to add Microsoft into the mix you know these stocks are are really they a lot of the returns are are coming from that and that's why we use equal weighted holdings now in our portfolio because there's a lot of great companies out there when you think of the Nasdaq 100 one of our favorite holdings 12% is Apple 12% is Microsoft the top 10 holdings represent 55% well there's another you know, 90 companies out there. So when we buy the equal weighted companies that are in the S&P 500 index, Apple only represents 0.6 to 0.7%, not 12%. And the same with Microsoft and the same with Alphabet and Amazon. You get the picture. So what we're doing is we're investing in all those other great names, and we, we like that. We think it's prudent for our clients. We've made some really good money for our clients by, by doing this. We put a lot of thought process into our investment portfolio and the holdings that, that we have. So we're very particular. But what we don't do is buy individual stocks for those, you know, just those few stocks that I mentioned to you. And these are blue chip names. These are big companies that, you know, as you can see, it doesn't matter how big the name is what the name is I mean Starbucks I mean you, you you can make money one week lose money the next week and 65 to 85 percent of the time when you're buying individual stocks or your brokers buying and selling individual stocks this is why I beg of you call your broker on Monday or Tuesday and ask them hey tell me how I'm doing year to date and tell me how that compares to the S&P 500 index and then you'll make up your mind whether or not you feel that it's worth it to pay the stock jock to buy and sell stocks. Now, it feels great. You may go to a picnic, social distancing, so the picnic tables are going to be six feet apart. 
this afternoon and you may be able to brag that you own this stock or that stock my clients they go to their picnic this afternoon they're going to say yeah i own the s p 500 index i own the nasdaq 100 composite index and one of their friends is going to say what do you mean you don't own any, any individual stocks my client's going to say no 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 Boucher Financial Group has me invested, you know, prudently. And it's the truth. We have our clients invested in a good way. But that doesn't mean that our clients don't own those investments. They do. Because there's stocks in all those exchange-traded funds. So our clients own all those holdings. They just don't, don't own them individually, outright. That's, that's the... the um, secret so our clients own all those companies but in a more prudent way less risk and that's why i think our clients are, are are pretty happy with us i can't believe we're coming up to the end of the show folks we're um on tomorrow morning eight o'clock i hope you come back and listen i hope you enjoy this beautiful day i thank you for taking time out from whatever it is that you're doing enjoy your family folks enjoy your friends and stay safe thank you for tuning in come back tomorrow morning eight o'clock hey don't forget the johnsons are coming over i want to find a rosé jill hasn't tried yet let's go exploring at total wine their prices are ridiculously low wondrous selection helpful guides always low prices total wine and more